Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for this King, this Messiah, Jesus He's coming in the clouds for his people any moment. He told his people to be waiting for him, to be watching, to be ready, to be the faithful servant. And so today, we have an opportunity to do and be just that. Dove Schwartz here in northern Israel, proclaiming King Jesus is coming. Our Blessing Israeli Believers Feast of Tabernacle Tour just departed yesterday and are arriving back in Texas and, and, and other places from which they came um, and, and so this is such an, an it was such an important time. We're going to have videos and pictures up on our websites and Facebook pages. So cool. And we encourage all of our listeners to prayerfully consider coming next year. Now, I will say this before we pray. Uh, our program will end on KKHT and in Southeast Texas for a while anyhow, uh, beginning November 4th. And so make sure you go to our website, watchtherefore.tv, sign up for our newsletters, watch for our new dates that will be coming very soon for our Israel tours. Also, I'm going to have podcasts available. They'll be going three days a week on our website, so there shouldn't be a gap. Just pick right up, keep going on with Watch Therefore. We would like all of our listeners to continue along with us. Um, Now, I'd like to lead us in a word of prayer. prayer. We have a very important, a critical program for a critical hour. Let's ask the Lord for his blessings and anointing today. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, help, Lord. We, We need your help, Lord. Jesus, help us, Lord. Our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. Please help us to hear and receive and prepare from the teaching of your word today. We bless your holy name, Lord Jesus. Bless all of our listeners today that we might watch therefore. Amen. Well, um, I came across um, some things today. I was reminded today of things that are happening in the courts uh, already. The, the pers- persecution has been going on for a while. It's intensifying. And folks, we need to wake up and stay awake and watch therefore um, and, and, and so I was again reminded of the bakers, uh, people who are, are you know, bakeries. Uh, and one of them is in Colorado, the other one in Oregon, where these judgments have come down. Uh, one of them, uh, uh, they were fined $75,000 per homosexual complainant that they wouldn't bake the cake for. So, you know, there's two people, they're the same sex, they're going to get married. They say, of course, they're not really getting married because marriage is between a man and a woman, the Lord Jesus said. And so uh, the baker says, no, it's an abomination to the Lord. I cannot do it. And then they're sued. And, of course, the wonderful ACLU um, and others uh, join and persecute as they prosecute this case. And then um, they, the, the baker is told they have to give $75,000 to one of of the ladies, I believe it was. And the other one, of course, is a lady, and they had to do the same thing, 75000 A uh, different situation in Colorado. Same situation, a couple guys, and the same deal. And listen, uh, there's times when they go through these kinds of things. They're threatened with prison. They're, they lose their businesses, the, the, whole, the whole thing. And, folks, it's just the beginning. And, and what we're seeing and hearing now is there's a new morality. <laughs> you ready for this? If you do not approve of homosexuality, you are immoral. 
If you don't approve of men marrying men and women marrying women, you are immoral. Uh, one of the precious believing bakers uh, in this case said, I wouldn't bake a cake for them to do that any more than I would bake a cake for a pedophile. But you see, there are many of the people who are pushing this, Ill, this foolishness, they're already into pedophilia and other bad things, you know? It, it, and, and, and it's horrible, and even worse things, if you can imagine. And, 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 and so this is a snapshot. This is one example of across the board what used to be called good is now could, called evil, and what used to be called evil is now called good. And there's one word that we're going to look at that, that defines uh, the Lord's response to this. The word is woe. Woe. The word woe is a, is a word of judgment that the Lord gives. And he says, whoever does this will experience his hand of, of judgment and also uh, his hand of wrath and fury and destruction. Okay? And so... Um, the Lord loves to bless. The Lord loves to show grace and mercy, but for those who hate him, he will pay them to his face. And they say, no, we don't hate God. We love God. Well, they have a, a, that's a mocking of God to say, oh, I love Jesus. There's a man I've seen on television who says, oh, I love Jesus. I'm a Christian and I'm married to a man. He says, yeah, no, that's, that's mocking the Lord. And it's, 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 it's a, it's a woe that will come on a person who does that. And for those who approve of the, oh, I don't do that, but I approve of that. Romans 1, I taught on that a couple weeks ago. So listen to some of these teachings on the word woe. This is from the Bible. These aren't my words. These are the Lord's words. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Yes, woe to those. Yes, you see, there's no way to escape the Lord's woes. Um, just like there's no way to, um, there's no nothing that can overcome his grace and his mercy demonstrated. Uh, those are demonstrations, uh, expressions of his great love and kindness, right? Nothing can come against that. That's How, how, do, how do we know that? Well, he sent the lamb, to destroy the dragon. Messiah Jesus is the Lamb of God, right? And he sent him to destroy the works of the devil. So as we, in our weakness, trust in the Lamb, the dragon cannot overcome us. Hallelujah. Right. But he says, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Right? There's another passage in Isaiah 3.11. Listen, Isaiah has a lot of grace in it. Isaiah promotes a lot of mercy uh, with with the servant songs and the messianic passages and the, the testimony of Messiah Jesus. Uh, and, and, but there's also a lot of judgment and woe through the prophet Isaiah. And the Bible teaches there's great wisdom in listening to the prophets of the Lord. He says, Woe to the wicked, it shall be ill with him, for the reward of his hands shall be given him. Woe to the wicked, it shall be ill with him, for the reward of his hands shall be given him. Isaiah 3.11. You see, in Isaiah, Isaiah chapters 1 through 5, the Lord is pronouncing judgment and wrath for wickedness for this very exact same thing that we see in the West today, in, in, sadly, in the United States of America and in Israel and the, and the nations of the world today. We see this. 
Um, and, and so he says, woe to the wicked, it shall be ill with him, for the reward of his hands shall be given to him. So what people do is an expression of what they believe. So they can say they believe in Messiah Jesus, but when they flaunt and curse and mock his word and his prophets, that's an expression of evil, and they will be rewarded for that, just as they have done, right? And, and so there is a lot of woe in the regions where you're listening right now. There's a lot of woe all around you now and woe that is coming. And we're going to see by the end of this program how serious this word woe is because it builds all the way to the end of the Bible. Uh, in Isaiah uh, 10, 1, this is to the legislatures. This is to the governments. This is to the leaders, be they local, regional, statewide, or national leaders. Uh, or international leaders, Isaiah 10.1, Woe to those who decree unrighteous decrees, who write misfortune which they have prescribed. So when they say it's legal to murder babies in the womb, when one of the presidential candidates today says, I believe it's okay to wait till a baby's about to come out of the mother, pull its mother's head out a little bit, stick forceps in the back of its skull, crush its skull, and then suck its brains out. Okay? That, that, that's, that's an okay thing. That's what this presidential candidate would like to see passed. Um, and so that that would be nationally in America, for example, the law. Right? Woe to those who decree unrighteous decrees, who write misfortune which they have prescribed. By the way, what I just described was partial birth abortion. Um, and, and when they now across the 50 states of America, homosexual marriage is legal and, and not baking a cake for them. Well, we're seeing they're losing judgments in these states who try to fight when, they're, when, they're, when they, the governments come against them. We see that it's illegal to, to say, no, I, w- I won't do that. Right? Why? Well, because there's a woe coming. There's a woe coming to the peoples of these areas. Woe to the, and there's a woe coming to their leaders. Woe to those who decree unrighteous decrees, who write misfortune which they have prescribed. You see, they haven't learned the fear of the Lord, but they're about to experience why we should all have a fear of the Lord. Right? They, they don't have a fear of the Lord. That's their problem. And so they're going to experience the woes of the Lord. People who have a fear of the Lord will not experience the woe of the Lord, except that when a whole region is judged by the Lord, yes, the Lord can in many ways um, bring people through it and protect them, but it's not that they won't feel any effect of it at all, right? So the Lord knows how to bless his people, and protect his people in the midst of these woes. At the same time, things are going to change, folks. Things are going to change. Things are not going to be as, as we have known them when the woes of the Lord fall. Now, I've got to take a break for just a moment, and I've got to tell you that there's this wonderful ministry called Blessing Israeli Believers. Listen, we're, we're, we're helping get out the gospel in Israel. We're helping make disciples in Israel, helping feed Holocaust survivors in Israel and, and, and helping them in the name of Messiah Yeshua. Yes, uh, we're, the, the, the work here, saving babies from abortion, little Israeli babies from abortion here. I've met with the mothers and the babies who have been spared. Listen, this is exciting stuff. Don't miss it. Go to watchtherefore.tv. Sign up for our monthly newsletter, and, and you can find Blessing Israeli Believers there. Or you can go to blessingisraelibelievers.com. And we would ask you to prayerfully consider, as the Lord leads only, pri- 
prayerfully and financially partnering with this ministry, as you prayerfully and financially partner with this ministry, these are the kinds of things, blessing Israel, that insulate us in the time of the Lord's woes. Yes, I'll bless you. I'll bless those who bless you, the Bible says, regarding the covenant people, Israel. Now, you might say, well, how can they be in covenant when they don't believe in the Lord? Well, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob are the fathers of not only the Jewish people, but the faith that we have in Messiah Jesus. And the Bible says that when Messiah Jesus returns, all of Israel that is alive at that time that survives the tribulation will be saved. And we're doing things. We're doing things here in the land of Israel to fulfill Bible prophecy. The Lord's using us all together in Israel and the nations to bring them into the new covenant. Hallelujah. To bring the children of Israel into the new covenant and to spare them from the woes that are even coming here. Hallelujah. Well, the Bible continues with the word woe. Um, in Isaiah twenty nine fifteen, woe to those who seek deep to hide their counsel far from the Lord and their works are in the dark. They say, who sees us and who knows us? That's what they say, right? Who sees us and who knows? We're doing this behind the scenes and nobody knows what we're doing. Really? Well, if you're paying attention today, you're seeing the Lord shout from the rooftops the sins people are committing in the dark. Yes? Yes? Pay attention. Watch, therefore, not only for the coming of the Lord, but being alert and sober-minded. The Bible uses the term watch, therefore, watch and be sober-minded. And you'll see and you'll hear the Lord is shouting from the rooftops through uh, his creation over different media sources and in different ways. He's shouting from the rooftops the darkness and the wickedness that's being cooked up in the dark. Now the Lord's bringing it to light. And listen, everything that is hidden will be revealed, if nothing else, in the day of the Lord. Right? Yeah. Isaiah 30, verse 1. Woe to the rebellious children, says the Lord, who take counsel, but not of me. And who devise plans, but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. You see, that's the generation we live in. People are, are getting together with each other and devising ways of enhancing sin and, and facilitating it and promoting sin, right? And that's what was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah. That's what was going on in Noah's day. How did it work out for them? How did it go with those? Do you think things have changed? Do you think things are any different? Do you think God somehow has changed? No, 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 no. This is the hour that very quickly the world is racing towards the Lord's wo- the Lord's woes, which we'll see in just a moment. Uh, Ezekiel thirteen three says, "Thus says the Lord God: Woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing." Oh, listen, there are a dime a dozen today, folks. These prophets that have nothing to do. Listen, there are a lot of people who call themselves prophets out there today. But you know what? They don't prophesy from the prophets. They don't prophesy from the word of God. If you ask them about, about prophetic scenarios of how Bible prophecy is unfolding, they don't know those scenarios. Why? Because they're false prophets. No, they know how to prophesy this and prophesy that to wiggle your wallets out of your pocket. They know how to do that. 
Yeah, they're really good at that. They know how to prophesy um, north, south, east, west. They know how to, how to do that from their own devices, right? From, from their own human, humanity or from even other spirits that are not the Holy Spirit, right? But here's what doesn't come from what they do. Conviction of sin. That doesn't come from what they say or do, right? An understanding of the prophetic events all around us that are unfolding and how they relate to the prophet's in the Bible and the apostles' teachings. They won't be able to help you much with that. And an understanding of how Israel is so central in Bible prophecy today. Because that's all these things I just mentioned are what the Bible teaches. But their prophecies are about other, is foolishness, right? And, and really what they've seen is nothing from the Lord. And that's what he says here. And, and, and so Ezekiel 16, 23 says, Then it was so, after all your wickedness, woe, Woe to you, says the Lord God. That is what always comes from wickedness. And, and I'm sad to say it's true, though. The United States of America is not going to escape the woes of the Lord any more than anyone else who walks in wickedness. Okay? So there's a way forward, though. They're saying, oh, God, what do I do? I'm, I'm going I'm to talk to you about a wonderful prescription, Dr. Yeshua. He's the great physician, Messiah Jesus. What he, the great prescription he has for us in the midst of this word, right? So uh, he goes on and, and says in Zechariah eleven seventeen. Boy, this is for all all who are in leadership in the body of Messiah today, and I take it very seriously. In Zechariah eleven seventeen, woe to the worthless shepherd! Woe to the worthless shepherd who leaves the flock. A sword shall be against his arm and against his right eye. His arm shall be com- shall completely wither. And his right eye shall be totally blinded. When it speaks out about his right arm and his right eye, these are all the things that makes it so a man can defend himself in the midst of warfare, right? And, and so um, the horrible, incredible, uh, violent spiritual warfare that is around pastors today. See, that's what a shepherd is. A pastor is a shepherd. I was watching the BBC one day, the British Broadcasting Corporation. I was watching a news story and they had a story about shepherds who shepherd sheep out in pastures. And they started talking about the pastoral responsibilities of a shepherd. Right. So we don't use that word in that context. We don't hear it in that context very often today. But a pastor of a church is a shepherd. And many of them today, they, they have no concept of what the Lord is doing today. It means nothing to them. Bible prophecy, it means nothing to them. The prophets mean nothing to them. The word of Reve- the book of Revelation, the things Paul and Peter talked about uh, that are going on that we need to understand today, they don't, they don't care about that. They know nothing about it. And, and, and they're in it. And some, listen, there's some really good pastors that I look up to. Often when I'm out teaching, I, I'll, I'll quote this pastor or that pastor where I've learned things and from whom I've learned things. I uh, just... Um, Anyhow, I, I was going to mention some names, but I'm not. I'm just going to go forward here. But anyhow, there's really great pastors out there that I look up to and I learn from. I listened to one today on a on a on a, one of his radio programs. I I need teaching from good pastoral teaching. I do. But listen, there's so many so many of them out there that are a dime a dozen. And like my friend John McTurnan says, they're just hiding in the tall grass. They're just hiding in the tall grass, waiting for the danger to pass by. And they've left the sheep out there to fend for themselves. Right. What are they? Oh, they're worthless shepherds. 
They're, they're a dime a dozen today. It's not that they've been called by the Lord. No, 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 no. They've, they've, they've figured out the business plan of it. And they, and, they, and, they, and they have this kind of pseudo love for God and this kind of pseudo love for people. But it's, it's nothing that can help people in this hour. Yeah. And so, um, listen, it's a very dangerous way to live. It'd be better to go get a job somewhere or something like that if that's, if that's the, the, the situation a, pa- a person who calls himself a pastor finds himself in. Why? Because there's woe for that person. There's woe. Now, listen, I'm going to go through this one real quick. It's in Revelation 8.13, and I'm going to share with you a way forward of great grace and mercy uh, in the midst of a time of woe. Revelation 8.13, And I looked and I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the remaining blast of the trumpet of the three angels who are about to sound. Now, so these woes, these three woes are very specific um, uh, forms of wrath that are being executed over the whole world during the book, the time of the revelation, uh, in the book of Revelation during the time of the tribulation, which is quickly coming upon us, folks. Yes. And so the final woe, I mean, woe be to those who behave in this way that we've read down through the ages. There's been the Lord's woes that have been poured out. But these are very specific times that we're coming into that have very specific woes, and the whole world is going to experience them that, that, that survives to this point in the tribulation. And before then, horrible wrath of God is going to be poured out. Yes? You can't, it's hard to imagine how far up the road we are and how much Bible prophecy is fulfilling right in front of our very eyes. And if you go to a church where pastors don't believe that and they don't have an understanding of that, find someplace else while there's still time. Find someplace else where they do understand that. Yeah, where they've got real shepherds. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And listen, there's a way forward. The Lord draws near to those who have a broken heart, a contrite spirit, and, 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 and a real brokenness before the Lord. A broken spirit and a contrite heart. A broken spirit and a contrite heart. Brokenness before the Lord. Oh, Lord, I need you. Every hour I need you. Yes? And, and, and that's the way forward. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Right? Draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Right? And, and so this is the way forward in this hour. Righteousness, holiness, loving Jesus, loving people, living for the Lord profoundly in, devo- in great devotion, reading your Bible, spending tam- time in prayer, being very intentional about your walk with the Lord. That's the way forward in a time that is increasingly coming upon the judgments and the wrath of the Lord because of wickedness. Yeah. Oh, pray with me. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for your kindness, your goodness, your richness, and your love, Lord. We bless your holy name. We ask you to pour out blessings and and kindness uh, and mercy upon all of our listeners, and that you would teach us by your Spirit how to abide in Messiah Jesus, Lord, with all the sin and all the wickedness that is increasing around us, Lord, and with the great woes that are coming upon the nations. Oh, Lord, help. Help, Lord. Help us to see and hear and follow you, Messiah Jesus. Bless our listeners, Lord. Amen. Well, remember to go to watchtherefore.tv, sign up for our monthly newsletter so you can keep up with us even when we are off uh, at this time slot 
And we are moving on to our television program, which I'll talk more about later. Remember uh, to, to get on that newsletter so you can follow and, and go to watchtherefore.tv. Now, until we get together next time, remember to watch Therefore. Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail... Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.